It's your guy Uncensored, giving you the best footballing lesson outside of a Ronaldo step over. Before we start, be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss out on all our content. Join the conversation, use the hashtag Momentum. What's up, Miguel? What's happening, mate? All good? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Can't complain. Can't complain. How was your trip to um to Greece? Say again? How was your trip to Greece? Uh, it was good. It was good for for at least 45 to 50 minutes. And then it... Then it went down a, a bit downhill, but came home happy. Okay, okay. Well, we, we, well, as we're writing it, we might as well get right in it. So, what's the crack? What's gone on this week in North London, people? What's the story? Boy, I'll, I'll let the the white half of North London start. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. What's the story? Not much. Not much. A few, a few, uh, a few technical issues. Uh, ongoing issues with um, with uh, with the law, and uh, yeah, you live to fight another day. Move on with the law. What's the ongoing issues with the law? With the laws. What are you blaming the the artists formerly known as VAR? Uh, it's. Are they not still the artists known as VAR? Yeah, but I think last week, that made me realise that VAR isn't a band. It's just a, it's a, it's a ref watching the camera. Because I feel for a long time, I felt it was a band. I blamed him for everything. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just a referee. It's just, I, I have to agree with um with um what is, what is his name Graham Sooners who pointed it out. Everyone's trying to make it out to be some mystical character who do, who doesn't breathe the same air and or he's a computer general generated cyborg like in Terminator. It's just a referee. It's the same yeah. Martin Atkinson or or um, Phil Dowd or whoever whatever other referee is sitting in the room making a decision. Yes, but it is just a referee. I agree, but armed with superior amounts of detail as opposed. Referee in the middle, or the management, the assistant referee on the sideline. Okay, okay. I, I did want to, I did want to go into VAR, so we can we can hold off for for, for a bit because we, you know, that's my favorite subject anyway. But um, <laughs> so you got, okay. So you, you had a Champions League game, didn't really got you. Well, we went all right for forty five minutes, as you said, and then you kind of threw away the win and got a draw. In in hindsight, you would have took a draw before the game. Is it that bad? Probably not, right? Uh, hindsight is, is a beautiful thing, but uh, you don't operate in hindsight, you operate in real time. Well, in, in real time, you, you, you gave up two points. It's a poor result. But, okay. But uh, the real uh, games don't start until later on. The first one is 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 uh, don't lose. Uh, the next one is the most important. Uh, not the most important, but is more important than the first one, and then the next one is more important than the than the previous two, and so on and so forth, and so okay. forth. It, well, it will all add up. I mean, it's not. I mean, if you lose to Real Madrid, um, not Real Madrid, <laughs> um, Bayern Munich on Tuesday, then you're in no different a position than you were last year, and you got to the final. So you're you're basically asking for lightning to strike twice, right? 
to be honest, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really looking for anything. I'm. It's the beginning of the season. You're going on a game by game basis. There's no. There's no real. There's no real. Uh, situation. Guide. Is that what you're saying? You you can't you can't okay. have a fall. It's too early. It's too early. So, so we're going on the basis. You're only as good as your last game. You just lost to Colchester. So, where does that put you now? What? Say it again. Said, you're only as good as your last game. You're only as good as your last game, right? That's what game, by. It's game by game basis. So, you're only yeah, as good as your last game. You just lost to Colchester. Yeah, you are only as good as your last game. I completely agree, and it looks like they need to improve. But I would, I would say this for people that are, and you know what, and the manager I may have come, but like who are predicting their downfall, they have won only two of their eight games uh, so far this season. Um. Both games at home. Uh, the games away have been <coughs> Olympiakos, who had been undefeated at home, in fact, hadn't conceded a goal in that stadium since a reliably informed April of this year. Uh, March, sorry, of this year. Hadn't conceded a goal. Have begun the season not scoring their opponents four goals to one in every game. The season finished to May, dog. So it, it is an impressive stat, but we just have to also take into consideration. It's an impressive stat, but you got to take it into account. They haven't conceded a goal before conceding two, so you in can. The Greek in, and 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 you are away from home. I don't see everybody else with uh, outstanding, with the exclusion of Liverpool. Outstanding away records. The other two away games. Okay, were, let's not detract uh, from the point that you're trying to make. You're trying to d- divert into an argument we don't really care about. Okay, no, they, not, haven't, they, haven't the lost, they haven't lost. They haven't lost. They're goal. Blah blah blah. Move look, on to your point, man. Diver- no, I'm not diverting into any argument. I'm not creating any argument. I'm just pointing out, as uh, a certain uh, Spanish manager would say, the facts. Just the facts. Okay, can, right? you, just, can you just say your point? Uh, it's not as bad as people assume. Losing to Colchester got them what less fixtures because I think the winner of, the, of this competition for the last three years, two years, in Manchester City. No, so I'm not really, I'm not really uh, depressed with the performance. But like, other than that, that's that's it. Move on. Okay, can I just say one one thing though? Uh, you said the away games, right? Your, yeah. your away games were um, Leicester, yeah, Colchester, yeah, um, Man City, Arsenal, yeah, and was there one more? Or was that the four, five? But well, Olympiacos. So, yeah, that's the that's the that's the, your five away games, right? Hello, sounds right. Hello, what's your point? So, so you, you're saying that it's not that bad? I mean. No, not really. I don't see many teams beating Leicester at home. <clears throat> Especially this season. Lost to a VAR decision, really. Not the decision in itself, but the uh, outcome of that decision. Yeah. And uh, Drew at Arsenal. We lost there last year. After being 2 a lot. 
that, that, that was my point. My point was, apart from the Man City game, you were up on all of those games. You were winning all of those games. Hold on, correct. I, I think apart I've from, corrected. Uh, you got Jesus. People are jumping on me today already. Um, I think I've been I've been found to be correct that the uh, we were robbed at the uh, library uh, by a penalty decision in the last minute, where it was a penalty, pure and simple. Uh, and oh wow, we still together? We still getting that? Wow, 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 wow! I I I do believe that since that alleged dive. Similar penalties have been given. It all it needs is contact, has been said by many a pundit. It's all agreed there was contact. Did he make the most of it? Doesn't matter in the rules of the game. Doesn't matter in the rules of the game. It really banging on about his goddamn rules. It doesn't say it has to be significant contact. It doesn't have to say it has to be minimal contact. It just says contact. Okay. There's contact. I feel penalty. like. I feel like- I, look, I'm not saying Spurs is Spurs over. It's obviously not. It's the beginning of the season. <laughs> but I feel like we're reaching a little bit. We're reaching a reaching little, little bit. bit. Like with the decisions. Like I feel like sometimes you've got to start taking accountability for ourselves, isn't it? Like, not I, about, sorry, not I, I started this conversation by saying we're as good as our last game. It oh, was 100%, poor. 100%. I just feel <laughs> like... If we get back and uncensored fans talking nonsense as usual, going back to uh, the the Arsenal game, you were two 0 up. Two 0 up is irrelevant, really. It's the result of the game. Okay. But we were four 0 down. It doesn't matter. Okay, because we got to review the Arsenal thing as we always do as well. <laughs> let, 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 let's 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 break this down. So we've had how many games in the league so far? We've had five game, five Premier League games or six? Six, isn't it? Six, six, six right? So six games out of ten. What are you scoring Spurs right now? Four. I, mm. I, okay, I think you're a little, being a little bit generous. I'd have gone with a two, but why two? Four. Why two? Why two? Why two? You, could, you can't come from Champions League, Champions League um, finalist to throwing away two two new leads to your local rivals to losing a, a one new lead against Leicester. To, listen, 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 listen. You've asked this, my point. You've asked my opinion, so that's why I'm just giving you my reasons for the for the two. Your point is incorrect. This is a new season. There's some new rules out there that everybody are getting used to. Just forget the whole season. Yes, we got to the final of the Champions League, but who cares? Big whoop. People have even forgotten that Liverpool won the goddamn thing. Right? Oh, they write a book, though. Who wrote a book? I don't know. Is it a book that's on Amazon, like, about almost champions or some shit like that? I don't know. <laughs> I- I'm sure Written- I saw that this week. I would, I would suggest it was written by an Arsenal fan. It's it's a bit like their memoir. Do you remember the Champions League? It's probably oh, the yeah. same. It's oh, the pro- it, it, it seemed like it seemed like there was a, it was a it was a or, or like an autobiography that was like a bestseller. No, mm. oh, well, well, if it is, I've forgotten about it. To be fair, we moved I'll on. Get moved. I'll get your copy. I'll get your copy. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it's not one sided event. So let's 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 fly, fly over to. <coughs> Let's finish the analysis of the game, of the games that you're trying to criticise uh, Tottenham for. Uh, Man City, they got away with a draw 2-2. I think everybody would say they were lucky, extremely lucky to get away with a 2-2 draw. Again, VAR helped them in the end. Uh, at Arsenal, they were 2-0 up and drew 2-2. 
<clears throat> this is Arsenal at home, right? And uh, they pretty much had their best team out. Nobody gave them a hope of getting a draw in the first place. So I'm not really sure how that is suddenly, or oh, you're tuning up, you should have won the game. You can't. You can only play what's in front of you, and they play what's in front of them. Should have had a penalty, had other chances, with a better team in the game, had the better chance. Okay. Away next game, then move on to your next game. The next game was I forgot who the next game was. Now after that, oh, they beat Crystal Palace four nil. I'm not really sure where you're going with that one. So I'm I'm just waiting to move on so we can move on to the topics you're you're going over. So then you've got then defend the Leicester result. What happened there? And then the Leicester result. This new age of VAR has that impact. You have a goal disallowed, deflates the scored the team that scored, and inflates the team that has suddenly found a lifeline, especially when it's one nil. If that goal, which I think has been proved, should have stood, no, it's, it shouldn't have. It's been no, proved. It's been. It's been proved. You know, it shouldn't have been stood. When? When? Because it's offside. No, no, no. They found a picture where he is ahead of the defender, but nobody knows when the ball was played. So, according to the rules that that they've all agreed on VAR, he is offside. No, because they're not measuring when the ball was played. According to the rules they've agreed on at the start of the season, that everyone's going to go by until the end of the season, he is offside. That they agreed upon, it's in the rules of the game. It's in the rules of the game. The official side the ball is played. It remains. Okay, we're, okay, we're, we're going to run around in circles, but, so we're going to have to move on. Arsenal. We're going to North London. I've missed this, guys. I've missed this, man. Um, North London is yo. seeming to be... Is, it, uh, even I'm, I'm walking around town now and I'm seeing a bit too much... Because um, obviously I live in Tottenham. So I've seen a lot more Arsenal shirts than I've seen in a, in a while. If I'm brutally honest, I'm seeing them all over the tubes. Everyone seems to have a new Adidas kit, Arsenal top on these days. Has I will ask you this? We don't need to go re- review the season so far, but has the season is is this is this your um your your kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Is this your your limit. Is this your this is this this the best it's gonna get and it's gonna go downhill from here or is this the, the or is this the start of something? In the sense of Arsenal, yeah, because you, you've won a few games. Um, you've lost. Well, I think you've lost one. Um, you sh- definitely should have lost against Watford. Um, but you've looked good at parts, but then you've also looked very dodgy in other parts. So. What's the vibe? What's what's the story coming off from North London on, um, on the red half? After the Liverpool result, or even not even after Liverpool's result, after Spurs result, um, no, it wasn't Spurs. Forget it was Spurs. Watford. I think it was after the Watford one where we looked like we was getting uh, <sighs> sexy. Was getting sexy assaulted by Watford. In want of a better word, um, we was being assaulted by Watford. I think all it seemed at that time all hope was lost. We've won three of the next three games in all competitions. And it seems to be a bit, I don't know, a bit more cheery. But to be honest, bar that game that we played against Villa on Sunday was an atrocious game. It was an atrocious game. Yeah, we won. We got the result in the end. 
But the fact that we were losing to Villa in the first place means there's still work to be done. We're getting the results, but it's not looking pretty. We're not looking pretty. And I feel like there are still issues around personnel within the team that he has to iron out quicker, sooner rather than later. There was a lot of talk, for whatever reason, the combination of David Luiz and Socrates at the moment, it's not working. Yeah? He's, there was talk of, like, um, the other centre-back, what was his name? That Mustafi having to go every time Mustafi's played. Yes, you may have said that he's played against a lesser opponent, but he's had clean sheets. So it's kind of like when there's certain <clears throat> players that are coming back and I still don't know if he knows his strongest 11 yet. So, but we're still getting the results. So that's that's working. But we against a better team, we can't afford to do what we've been doing. Okay, and you, you have got a better team coming up. Well, I say better team. I'm not too sure these days. Well, I'm, really, I'm really not. We so got United on Monday. We got yeah, United on Monday. We got United. And you could, and people could say, yeah, but this is the same United that got beaten by West Ham. And I know, like media and all the rest of it was like, oh, United, are absolute shit. Well, I think they are, but. That's a good West Ham team. Like it's not West Ham of old that has like Junior Dix and all them guys in there. That do you know I mean that's gonna hoof the ball up. This is a good West Ham playing football team. Yeah. And mm. no, nah, come on. The, bar their defense, moving forward, they're they're a good team. A lot of those players walk into I think a lot functional. of our squads. A lot of other squads. To call them good, I I, I have a problem with them. I think they're functional. They they, they do a job to players, the no, no, players, okay, man for man, there are good players in that team. Okay, okay. I'm looking at if I'm starting from the middle of the pitch, the midfield. I don't rate anybody in there. Mark Noble's a workhorse, and um, um, super, Rice, Super Jack. Super. Yeah, sorry, I forgot he came on the other day. I literally forgot he even played football. Yeah, he was, was like, he was on the bench. I was like, who the hell's that? Does he still? Oh my gosh, he plays football. I was shocked. So, um, but um, Addison. Good yeah. yeah, no, Anderson's a good player. I'll give you that. Anderson's a good player. I, know, I don't know about the new guy. Yabaleko's a good player. Yeah, yeah, flaky. So, no, I think I think um, the other half of North London will accept some of those players at the moment. <laughs> Dale, would you would you want some of those players from West Ham? No, not one. You wouldn't take an Anderson. No, I think you'd take Anderson. I think I take Anderson. Take Anderson, not because he's not a good player. Just it just uh, doesn't fit into your squad. Fit into the team at the minute. Into right. how if you're playing a pressing game, he doesn't fit. He can't work that hard. Um, if you're playing the way West Ham play, he can he can be successful because he's playing off the front big man, which is um, it's which is effective. Mm. Okay. Anyway, back to, back, back to Arsenal. So, you're fearing that you're going to lose to a Man United team that's Whoa, currently... No, 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 no. That's, I didn't say that. I, I didn't say that. Let me, okay, let me finish. That's currently struggling to beat Grimsby, I think they're playing at home. No, Rochdale. Rochdale. Yeah, Rochdale. At home. <laughs> With people like Pogba and uh, what, what one co-host say, big-time Jesse Lingard playing. I mean, you're, you're worried about going to Old Trafford now. No, 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 no. You've got to remember, 
when teams play against Arsenal, it doesn't like form goes out the window because this is for some of them. I don't say Man United, but this is the game they get up for. So for me, this would be the perfect game for Ole to say he's still at the will, as Rio loves saying. Ole would be at the will. So if it's any team that he would come against, nine out of ten times it's Arsenal. That's the kind of form like we make anyone look good. You've got to remember Watford were bottom of the table, hadn't like were doing absolute atrocious. They play against Arsenal, all of a sudden, they think they're the big guys. Aston Villa, same thing. That's what I'm saying. Arsenal will always give a team a chance. Am I scared of West Ham? I mean, am I scared of United? No, not at all. But it depends on what teams turns up on the day, really. Because at the moment, Emery seems to not necessarily be making the right choices. It's a bit harsh to say, you know, they're struggling against... um, uh, Rochdale, thank you. It's nil-nil. I won't. Okay, I won't finish my sentence. It doesn't... <laughs> no, no, you say it's so harsh. It's nil-nil. It's... I don't understand how that's not struggling. I'm not saying they're playing badly. I'm just saying they're struggling to score a goal. Yeah, it does that happy. But at the moment, they ain't got a striker, so I don't know what they're doing. Well, they got a young guy. Maybe he'll turn good. Who knows? Well, true. The last young... They've done it before. To, if you to play for Man United it. was... Um... And score goals against you guys was Rashford. Rashford, and before that was Rudy. Well, that really was at Everton at that time. But do you know what I mean? It's that, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, for me, one, yes, I think they're not in the right place at the right time. Anything can happen in the game of football. It's ninety minutes. But Easy. I would expect I would expect Arsenal to win. But that... Sheffield United, Sheffield United are losing to Sunderland at home. Come on, give United a break, man. What's everybody beating up on everybody's Wait, I mean, come on. Who the hell is Sheffield United? It's not anyone's club. I'm, to, I'm talking about top six clubs in, in the country. I'm not talking about Sheffield United. Am I drawing nil-nil with Oxford United? Again, I've already said it. Um, I don't rate any of their players bar one. They're in the top six, West Ham, at the moment. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. Okay. You got me hey, Stop hating. I'm not hating. I'm just I'm just saying facts. These, I'm saying facts. I'm talking about Man United struggling. Miss Man United, who have won... 20 Premier League titles struggling at home to Rochdale. History. History don't play a team. Wow. Okay. All right. Just... So we've done our review now. Let's 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 talk about um the season um season so far. And one topic that keeps coming up every week, and it will keep coming up every week, is my favorite topic, V A R. Now I've said I said before that I wasn't a fan of it. Um, I, I said, well, I think both of you just said, said that we, I had to get used to it. It was coming. There's there's there no point moaning about it. It was coming. Blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, cool, but I don't think we're ready for it. And I think the season so far has proven that we're not ready for it. Given last week's games alone, where you talked, though you um, spoke about the um, Leicester um, game. And the VAR decision there, whether it was offside, onside, whether it was second phase. I mean, it, from what I've seen, it was definitely offside under these rules. But it it goes down to how far back do you take the, the, the play? Because, and, and that, as I've heard, is subjective. So whatever the referee decides to take it back, he, he can take it back a good hour to the kickoff if he wanted to. So um, that's... Sorry. Sorry, these rules. 
has the offside law changed? No, the use it, of I'm, I'm the rules regarding VAR is two, there's two different rules. It's not the no, offside no, rule. No, 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 there isn't. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Uh, no, there isn't. There's only there's only one rule, which is the rules of the game. How no. you implement? Okay, I hadn't finished, but carry on. No, no. go on. I, I said okay. Uh, how you implement VAR whilst it was agreed does not mean it cannot be amended. Okay. I'll just I would I would just make that point. Okay. But so okay, so that's noted. So what I was saying with regards to VAR's usage is um how that the subjectiveness of when referees because again VAR is just a referee when VAR is used and when it's not used it's it's debatable because we've seen decisions where VAR should have overturned nothing's happened and we've, obviously you've claimed the penalty against Arsenal that, sorry. that sorry can I just interrupt you there I have to I have to stop you and Graham Sooners from perpetuating nonsense right <laughs> it's not just a referee it's a referee armed with serious amount of technology yes. it's not just the referee Yes, but it's, it's his decision to, to talk or not to talk. He's walking around with a mini computer and these so-called new rules of how you use VAR, as you say. So it's not just a referee. Okay, so anyway, what, what, let me get to my point. Anyway, so the point I'm trying to make is, in, in your two games that you had this weekend, both were controversial for through VAR decisions. And Nate, I know you're wondering what yours is, but I'll come to yours in a minute. Um, the Leicester game, he was, you could say he was offside, but the play, he didn't score. The goal didn't come from the offside player. It went back a few steps and then went forward again and Tottenham scored. I don't believe that's offside if, because the game has continued. When, when I think that a line needs to be made about when you can, how far you can go back in terms of steps or phases in play, they call it, right? That's the Tottenham game. The Arsenal game, your winning goal from um, Bamiyan comes from a free kick I think and there's people who are inside there's a rule a new rule that says you're not allowed to stand within 10 yards of the, um, the opposing team's wall there's a guy there's two players in and about the wall of Aston Villa so it shouldn't have been given but for some reason VAR didn't pick that up but if they're watching the game they should do and if they if they review every single goal, how do they not see that? So this is what I mean by this whole we're not ready for VAR because we can pick holes in nearly every single goal. I'm going to say it, but the old way worked. For me, yes, you had a bit of offsides that weren't offsides and there was blatant offside missed, but you had those. We had those now anyway. So what's the difference? What's your what's your what's your guys' um, opinion on that, Dell? As you were jumping in, you can go first. Well, I would clarify the point that it's uh, five yards. They have to uh, stand away from the wall. They're not allowed five yards. Okay, uh, distance doesn't matter, but it's five yards for accuracy. My view is you have to get used to it. That I understand, but what I worry about is you're actually bending the rules of the game to fit in VAR. Now, if you cannot do it, then immediately say that you cannot do it. So the offside rule is 
when the ball is played. If you can't measure when the ball is played, say that. And then the, the, you have to amend the rules accordingly, which mean, and I don't mean you have to change VAR, but why not get the linesman to flag when he sees an offside and it's up to the referee to decide to play on or not play on. And if okay. he plays on and they score, then you check it with VAR. If not, it's offside. Okay, but then they've, that, they've that, decided. That's, that puts you in a bigger hole because how can a referee decide when he's not in line, when the linesman is obviously the best position, he's the best he position to decide offside or not? If he wants to play on, right, you could just say, if it's a close decision, the the, the assistant referee, sorry, not linesman, is has got um, a buzzer on his on his flag now, hasn't he? Yeah. Why don't we press that at the same time he's flagging, which means it's close. So therefore, it's up to the referee to decide whether he wants to play on or let it go. And if they score, then you bring it back. Okay. 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 Nate, what do you reckon? How can you make better use of VAR? Or do you follow my uh, um, suggestion? Or let's, let's, let's bin it and go back to the old ways. No. Guys, we, we can't be afraid of change. Like, change is, change is happening. Um, like I said, we're always going to have decisions which may not necessarily go our way. And within this kind of game, with swings and roundabouts, there'll be decisions that shouldn't go our way, but we win because of, and there's decisions that go our way and we lose. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's like, at the moment, as much as I, it it seems a bit like problematic, like I just feel like it is what it is. It's never going to be 100% right. But as long as you kind of go there with that same intention, it is what it is. The difference, I think, within football than other sports that have video-assisted refereeing is that those decisions, it's not a live... Well, it is live, because obviously it's live. But there were decisions like, did this ball touch the line? Like in tennis, did the ball go out or did it touch the line? In cricket, it's, would this ball, if the man didn't get in the way, hit the wicket? So it seems, it, it flows for quite well. But in football, it's unpredictable. So that's why it's quite hard, because you don't know when a decision can be used and when it can't be used. But I do agree, there needs to be clarity in when, it, when the VAR can be looked at. So if it's only when goals are scored, it's only when goals are scored. If it's when there's fouls, it's... Do you know what I mean? And that is the kind of the grey area. I think people just need clarity of when exactly VAR can be used or will be used. I think... Mm. For, example, for example, against Leicester, you didn't really need VAR for Leicester's goal, right? But they immediately went, oh, let's go to VAR. Oh, it's no goal. They're all offside. Every Leicester player was offside at that point, right? Who was in that product area after it came off the uh, goalkeeper, that that incident, right? Yeah. The second one, the the, the Tottenham goal, right? You're making no, no, sorry, Dad, sorry, sorry, Dad, sorry, Dad, just to correct you. They were all off, the guy who scored the goal was offside from the first kick. So not when the ball came second. off. It was the guy who scored. Yeah. Uh, or. The guy's called Perez, I think it is. Yes, I, I, yeah. If that's what you said, then yes, I get that. Um, I wasn't making that point. I'm just describing uh, the event. I wasn't making a point that okay. it was that thing. Okay. And then when in the, in the second one, right, it would have been better if the VIR referee had said, you know what, I can't call this because I don't know when that ball was played. It's so close that I cannot tell. 
Like, okay, but mean from the incident now they should reverse it or anything like that. What I mean is, going forward, they need to bring clarity to that. Where there, okay, where there is the element of, you know, what I can't tell here because I can't see if the ball has been played and he's already offside or. When the ball was played, he was on the side. I can't make that call. Therefore, the decision on the field has to stand. Okay. I, I, I agree with you, but the problem is that they, they're going to have to amend the rules, which says they basically said that, oh, um, offside is offside. So there is no, you can't tell. We must be able to tell. So that's why he was looking and searching for... Now we know. If you um, apply the laws of the game, you can't tell because nobody can tell from that frame if that ball has left his foot, allegedly. I think it already has because I see a gap, but I could be looking at it through blue and white rose-tinted glasses. But they're saying they can't see it. If you can't see it, mm. there is now a situation where you can't tell if he's offside. If you get to that situation, then don't call it. Leave the rule, the, the, the decision on the field stand. But then, but 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 then the problem is the problem is for referee the linesman will say I didn't put my flag up because I wasn't sure, so I was hoping VR would be sure, so I said play on as they've been told to keep their um, flags yeah, down. That if it's tight. that bit they need to change, that's just the height of stupid. But like I say, the way round that is to get the linesman to flag if he thinks it's offside, and then buzz twice so that the referee can play on i.e. let VAR decide. I think he's offside, but let VAR decide. That's it. That's it. Otherwise, if he's flagged, then he's flagged and he's offside. And if he's if he hasn't flagged, he's onside. VAR is going to check it anyway, as it stands. For me, I, at that time, I, to be honest, I probably would have just given the goal. And if it was a goal, it was a goal, did it? I don't. It, for me, it was too close to call. So in that sense, you go with what you like. What would, like you said, what would have gone? It would have been a goal. Yeah. And if, if, for example, later on in life, they've they've checked and overanalyzed off the game, and said, "Oh, we think that it wouldn't have been a goal," then so be it. I mean, VAR makes mistakes, but I feel like to take away legitimate goals, that's where I think it's a bit of a liberty. That's the same. It's the same with. um, uh, Sorry to cut across you. uh, Raheem Sterling's goal for Man City against West Ham. Yeah, I remember at the time I said I don't agree with it being they're giving it that close for his big toe. I mean, come on, you can't say oh because his big toe and it was with his other foot that he scored anyway. It's it. They're bringing an element of 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 nonsense, and there has to be an element of uh, human error. I think uh, in in the game, so it gives fans something to talk about. Can you imagine leaving a stadium and having nothing to talk about? It'd be ridiculous. You can't sanitise this game that much. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it. that's what people, I think, I start to realise that the bits they like about the game or what gets them going are the controversial issues. And if you wipe them out with this clean-cut Offside is offside, a foul is a foul, a handball is a handball, or this is a this. You watch the game, you win the game, you lose the game, you go home. That's what you're you're walking yourself into. And then the the, the enjoyment of it will just go because it's not, 
oh, that was so close. Can't believe the referee gave it offside. There's, as you said, more things to talk about. The less there is to talk about, the less people yeah, go. And I think from a fan's perspective, I'll be honest, if you when I was at the Arsenal-Villa game the other day, like you've the ref sent off um, Ashley Maitland-Niles for, in my eyes, two yellow cards. Like yeah, You could say the second one was a little bit dodgy. Did he get fouled or did he follow through? But in the game, like when I was there at the ground, I said, it's a foul, he's off. And then I've got all the fans singing about the referee's personal habits, what he does in the privacy of his own room and all the rest of it. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, guys, <laughs> let's be serious. Like, he deserved to get sent off in it. Like, that's it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what, the fans like that controversial stuff. They like to think about, they like, I mean, they like to blame somebody for something. So I feel like, why yeah. did this the debate go? It's sort of keep on going on. And also, not to, not to uh, contradict myself, but VAR is having an impact on the pitch between the teams because you, you're seeing teams deflate because they're celebrating a goal and then it's no goal. And then the other team gets positivity from that and can go on and move on from there. Do you know what I mean? And yes. Uh, well, to be a decision maker, not an impact on the, on the game. Thing. Well, I, I I agree with that, but I also think it's exactly the same way when the when the lineman puts his flag up because we still we see it when the man thinks he scores, yeah, he runs yeah, the crowd yeah. and the ref and then the fans are going wild and you're like, no, look at the guy, he's got his flag up. So, yeah, but, but I guess yeah. that, but, that no, the, the speed of that is quicker. The speed of that is quicker. For football, when a goal goes in, you want to be celebrating. You don't want to be hold on, lads, let's wait a couple of minutes. VAR is checking it. It's almost in your mind you're doing that, Ooh, and then it comes up. It's not going, ah, and then you go on at something else. It's you want that instant decision. I saw a goal. How great is that? Bang! Let's move on. I know it's a goal. There's been no flags. There's no referee whistle. But now you're waiting for that decision in the stadium. It's they need to work out how to sort that out in a stadium. Because it is actually having been on the end of it, you're just scratching your head as to what they're looking at. What what what's happened here? I didn't see anything. Well, well, well according to Match of the Day, they um, and Gary um, um, Gary Lineker, he's 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 agreed with us, and he believes that yeah, they've got to they've got to transmit, they've got to show the footage, they've got to because sitting in the stadium, not knowing what's going on for six seven minutes, is a ridiculous entertainment. It's just ridiculous for entertainment. You, you can't have people sit around going, I don't know what they're looking at. I don't know. They make, they're looking at some decision. What decision? I don't know. They're talking about somebody being sent off. Who? Oh, I don't know. Let's look online. People look on Twitter in the stadium quicker than they, they can in the game. That's, that can't be yeah, right. That's, that's, it, it just can't or, be right. Or it can't be right that the fans sitting at home watching the game on TV does more than you do and you're there in the stadium creating an atmosphere for them. Yeah. But again, it's, it, it, this is, it's, it's those... My favorite subject: the referees and their new friend VAR. They, they're trying to hide behind. It's not my decision. You can't you can't insult me and what I do in my privacy in my own bedroom because it's not me. It's VAR. Blame it on VAR. It's not me. And that's where the um, if you show it on the big screen, obviously you're talking about a levels thing where people in the championship, lower leagues, won't have big screens to view these these things on. But that's part and parcel of it. Some of them still stand. Um, if you could see the video, then they can't hide behind, I don't think that's a foul. Well, it wasn't a foul for me. And then I have to justify why it's not a foul. 
and everyone can see it. But, but they're not justifying it anyway because everybody's seeing it at home. You're rerunning this thing at home, aren't we? On, on the TV. Yeah, no, but they're at home. They, the referee doesn't get to... He gets to deal with that when he gets home. He, he doesn't have to deal with it then and then on the spot. And he has to see it, verbalise it, and hear people hear his voice and say, no, you're or wrong. He, or even even if even if they could have written, you know, like something that says um, no goal offside or something, you know, because at the moment it just says no goal. I don't think that's good. Enough. Yeah, I just think, I don't even think that's that's good enough, Nate. I think that's a step, but I think eventually they have to show the whole thing on the big screen, slow it down, and say we're looking at this position of this man who's offside or foul, and we're deciding it's off foul. It's, a, it's offside. I think you just have to show an image of what you're looking at. Just show a, a snapshot of what you're looking at. All right? Yeah, exactly. Similar to, do you know what they do in tennis? In, when they do an ace, and the ball has a ball hit the line, you see the slow-mo of the ball, and it hits the line, and it goes, okay. See the line. What you're looking at. Just see a picture of what you're looking at. I mean, Champions League final, uh, semi-final, sorry, quarter-final even, I'll get it right in a minute. Quarter-final. When Danny Rose handballed it, nobody in the stand saw it, and then everyone going, "It's a corner, isn't it? Why, why, why is he having a look at a screen?" People at home were messaging me saying, "It's a penalty." Right? What for? I didn't see anything. They could have showed an instant still of that incident, and people were going, "Oh, could be a penalty here." You, you know, immediately just show a picture of it. You don't have to show the whole video, a picture of what he's looking at. Then, you, then people can move on in the stadium and wait for the decision. But to show them nothing or to show them words, it's not working. Mm. They show it, Very true. They show Very it true. in rugby. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why it should be so different. The fans haven't okay. rioted yet. All right. So, Del, what's your one suggestion, if you have one, to give to... Um, the powers that be to sort out VAR. Obey the rules of the game. Okay, short and sweet. Nate? I would like for them to clarify what decisions they can use VAR for and if they could do so in a timely manner. So I feel okay. like, I feel okay, like well... even if you said a decision has to be made within 90 seconds, yeah? If a, if a decision can't be made in 90 seconds, Whatever it was, you play on. So if, for example, you're going no. back and forth, back and forth, and you can't decide whether it was offside or not, if you gave it a goal, it's a goal. Because you can't do it. You haven't done it in that 90 seconds. Yeah. yeah we have to change that whole linesman when you flag thing routine. Because at the moment, they're told, don't flag. We'll sort it out in VAR. But you need that whole like, flag if you think it's offside. Because you, they could come back and say, "Well, VR gave the goal, but I thought it was offside, and I was going to flag." And it's got to be about the men in the stadium. It can't well, be. Can't make it about VAR. And another, another thing, and it's not—I don't think it will take off. But I've seen it in rugby where you can hear the refs talking. Yeah, that's, I think that's what I want to see. I want to see um, a still of the of the action they're they're viewing and commentary and reasons why. Something's not given. I may not like it. I may not agree with it, but at least I can hear it, and it and it and it brings off. A, um, it begins. It brings clarity. Everything's see through again. We get to see the truth rather than this. What's going on? Not sure. 
he, he he's disallowed it, not given us the reasons. He's told players around him, but the people at stand don't know. So I, I, I would like them to hear Mike. To... I have a question: Should it be the referee or the fourth official? Oh, the referee. He's he's. What's the point of the referee if he's not doing it? He's got. Oh, it's got to be the referee. The fourth official is Mike. Top. You don't want to hear some of these players. Let's put it. Let me oh, put it, it another way. No. It, okay. You know what? In a VAR decision, it might whoever whoever looks mm. at the video, whatever that is. But I mean, I don't know if you watched it. Like, there was like a a video that was going around on YouTube. I think it was of Australian football or something along those lines. But they had the ref, Mike Tuck. Yeah, and you heard him say, yeah, "I'm that. letting that goal." He looked like he was a line. But you know, like. And for me, also, it just showed a different side of the game that actually, okay, I fully understand that now. Like, I understand why mm. he did that or I understand why he's thinking. So if he does make a mistake, yeah. like, well, to be fair, actually, he's let a lot of things go or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. I'm not going to jump on him or attack him. Like, it's just that. I would mm. love just... Back in the day when we had player cam and all the rest of it, Sky Sports was doing their thing and you could watch one player. If they could have ref watch or whatever it is, like, a minute, couple, like five, ten minutes with him just mic'd up, you can hear that. That'd be, for me, I think it would be good. Well, funny you said that because they had, they did it years ago with um, a, a an Arsenal game. Um, Arsenal versus Millwall. This is how far back this goes. And um, it was, um, I can't remember the guy's name. It was a, it was a bald-headed guy. Um, I want to say Dermot Gallagher, but it wasn't Dermot Gallagher. It was the other one. Um and he was my. Oh, you! How did he miss that? Sorry, how did he miss that? Wow! Take a, take a bow! Oh my god! No, no, no! That's bad. That's a terrible miss. So we're just watching that Man Man United Rochdale okay, and cool. guys inside the six-yard box, and he misses oh, the. He fluffed his kick. That's... He doesn't. Yeah, he just. Oh wow! That's okay, bad. Do, you know, do you know what? Yeah, I was sitting there watching Liverpool game. Going, what? What just happened? I, I looked at my screen. Get nothing happened. But Frank, thanks for clarifying. You watched a different game. I was confused. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, no, I, also, uh, West Ham losing to Oxford United. I, I saw. I saw. I was hoping yeah. that. I hoping that you was going to bypass that result. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I don't rate West Ham anyway. But anyway, um, I, I would like to. They, they had the mic up, and it was Tony Adams who was constantly in um, the referee's referee's ear, and he, yeah, his language was not fit for TV. So again, with modern stadia, you wouldn't really want somebody like Tony Adams um, shouting down through the mic every five seconds. And it would be in one game, it would be very filthy. Yeah. And that going across the stadium. Oh, no, no. Well, well, maybe, maybe, not the stadium. maybe not the stadium. Maybe not the stadium because that will cause riots. But I mean, even just an inter- even if it was after the match, even if it's after the fact, yeah. So maybe not live football, but after the fact of like some highlight show or something. Because I know they on Sky Sports on the, on the next day, I know there's other sports channels, so please, I'm not promoting them. Like, they have, like, that ref watch where the next day they talk to the ref about decisions that were made over the weekend and the ex-pro referee yeah. has this kind of discussion. But even if that, yeah. like, post the game, you heard a ref, some of the ref stuff, just, I guess, for me, it would give you a different insight into the game. Mm. If you're on controversial decisions, I think maybe the um, fourth but either or something like that needs to be done I think yeah I mean 
Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go with some predictions now for the next week. So we've got the um, well, none of us really care too much about the Carlin well, the Carabao Cup at the moment. Not until it gets to the late stages that we kind of get but interested in that. So let's... Because they played amazing yesterday. Well done, Arsenal youngsters, for playing amazing. I don't know if Bellerin is a youngster, but yep, big up to the rest of them. He he came off the bench, so he wasn't starting. But (laughs) (laughs) you better, you better that one. You better that one. (laughs) I don't think we can call uh, Rob Holding a youngster either, can we? Oh, anyway, was he? Oh, it's actually funny enough. What do you think of this? I I, I wasn't talking about this. I've just seen it. So, um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer today made, um, I don't know how to say his name, he's the central defender, he, they've, he's classed him as the future of, of Manchester United, um, to Zimbezi or Zimbezi or something like that, they've made him captain for the game, okay. right? This is the same game that the World Cup winner and now highest paid player at your, oh, I think he's the highest paid player, at your club. Paul Pogba is also playing. Does that does somebody smell something fishy there? Because how's he not your captain? If you've got a bunch of kids and you've got Paul Pogba there, he's got to be your captain, isn't he? No, you're reading too much into that one. Uh, Am I? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say a, bit, a big who cares at the minute because have you noticed it's all about youngsters again? Everybody's in love with youngsters at the moment. It's 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 everybody's trying to find that next youngster who's coming through. Man, you know, they're flooding their first team with youngsters, but most of them are bleary eyed. They've never seen, they've never got out of the cellar. Uh, they've been so buried so deep in Manchester. Um, Liverpool are doing the same thing. None of their youngsters have come through. They either end up selling or, or being sold or leaving of their own accord. They've got so many. They're even buying them from Fulham. And people are being told, oh, brilliant Liverpool scouting. They found another youngster. He, everybody's out. Chelsea are doing it out of necessity. It will soon end the minute that they get their transfer windows available to them. It's the it's the latest big thing, so it's just I can't I can't take it seriously. Everybody everybody seems to think that the youngsters are the best in in the Premier League. Okay, all right. Well, is that because Tottenham haven't got any youngsters coming through? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's it, it's. Oh my god, it's two 0 to Oxford. Well done, Oxford, Oxford mate. I was just saying. Um, anyhow, uh, what division are Oxford in? It? Sorry, out of interest. Uh, Aren't they the League Two? Two as well. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, um, have Tottenham not got the youngsters? Uh, I think they played two yesterday. Troy Parrott, uh, uh, Kananga, or whatever, the centre half. Um, but it just seems to be the latest fad. You've got to play your youngsters. Uh, Okay, okay. I was just I was just throwing that comment out there, but okay. Well, so let's let's talk about predictions for the weekend then. So, Del, you got to go first. I'm giving you the floor. Is your is your club going to come out of its slump that it's currently in and put some pride on on the White Half of North London? Uh, 
Because I, I know some kids out here who are supporting Spurs and not, they, don't, they don't know the bad days and they get they might have to get used to them returning at this rate. Um, to be honest, I don't know. Depends on which team turns up. If the players turn up, then they got a chance. If not, uh, okay. What do you believe? Oh, what a save! Uh, sorry, uh, the MK Don should have scored against Liverpool. Um, I believe. I don't know what to believe actually. I believe the manager will push them hard. Will they win? They might scrape uh, an odd goal victory against Southampton, but it might be hard work. And okay. it might take a while to get out of this. Uh, oh, just another FYI. Bournemouth are losing to Burton Albion. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, yeah, well, to, I added to that. The, the floodlights have gone out three times in that game. Somebody's been down the bookies. <laughs> Three times it's gone Somebody's out. Somebody's been down the bookies. Look, they even show it. Sky TV even showing the clock. Somebody's put a bet on somewhere. He's got an electrician, mate, down, down, down at the stadium. That's ridiculous. Well, but well, that could, match could get suspended at this yeah, point. Um, uh, but, okay, so yeah, anyway, your slump. Yeah, they, they, they by the odd goal. They'll get out of it by the old goal. I think. Okay, okay. So Nate, shook ones over there in, in, in on the red half of North London. No, 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 no. Are you, are you, are you, are you still shook and you're too scared to go out to Manchester and actually no. win? Or do you No, no we'll take on United. We'll take on United, no problem. It's not okay. it's not a worry. United's not a worry. You sure you're not afraid of uh, the Maguire factor? Oh, he's oh that was that for me. That seems like that was money well spent. All right, that's probably the best, best piece of money that I've seen spent in a long time. That made an absolute blinding difference. What a joke! Like, I, I, I know everyone talks about oh the talent, all the rest of it. No, the best player in Man United is a guy that played in the Championship last season. Yeah, he is their bet. He is their only shining light at the moment. He's. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. I, I, I'm not a fan of. Uh, if we're talking about the guy from Swansea, James, I'm not a fan. Uh, he seemed very one-dimensional. If that's your best, then you're in trouble. Oh, for God's sake! There's three of you there. Sorry, MK Dons again could have scored. No, generally, I, I, United they haven't turned up to races. The thing is, it's very early in the season, so one one victory can take you from 11th to 4th. So, nothing yeah. means anything at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Nope. It's just Liverpool trying to run away with it at the moment. And they're going to hope that eventually at some point, the gas, where their gas might start to run out, everyone else is so far behind that they can cope with it. Yeah. Okay. That's the only thing that's going to happen for me. But again, like I said, one week Watford look like they're world beaters. The other, the next week, Man City, Man City have put five between them. In 18 minutes. Oh, there we go. So, sorry, I think anything okay. can happen, to be honest. I hope that Spurs win. I hope Spurs, that Spurs win on the weekend. Because otherwise, what will happen to me, I believe it will start to become a bit of a culture within the club. And that's when I think all hell will start to break loose. It's clear that Poch wasn't necessarily very happy. In the summer, Ericsson wanted to go. And I'm not going to overanalyze these things at the moment. 
but it just seems there's a bit of trouble in the camp or trouble in paradise. But I also think that the new stadium is going to take a hit certain times, as it did with Arsenal. Like, I know they tried to say, oh, no, we can still spend X amount of money on these players and buy all these players. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to pose a problem. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think it's, it's who we buy. I don't think it's that anymore. It's who, who, who we get rid of. They've got to stop thinking, uh, oh, you're going to get 50 million for Ericsson. Let the guy go. He's just becoming a distraction and a drain on on everybody's uh, emotional well being. Just let the guy go. And the same with Wanyama. Just let him go. I I, I think you, you you need to clear out. I think that this is the stage where it needs a refreshing because um, I think everybody looking at your games. I think you look like you. you, you it, what I was going to say earlier, actually, with the two teams. Arsenal look like they're a younger team at the moment. It it, it takes when Pochettino first took over at um, Tottenham. He put in a younger team, put in legs, they were energised, they were running, they were doing this, the other. Um, Arsenal were the older, experienced players who've been in the Champions League year after year. And now the roles have kind of reversed. There's Tottenham whose legs are a little bit older, a little bit, they haven't got that gear change, they're not dynamic. And it's Arsenal kind of more about the legs. They're more about the youth. They're more about what could happen. And they're looking more to the future. So I think, yeah, if you cleared out and just got rid and start and, and got, got what he wanted, which was a fresh squad, then he, he'll he be in a happier space. But that's not until January now. So he has, he has what he's got. He's got what he's got. Sorry, I think you're, you're incorrect in your assessment there because a young squad, what well, Arsenal... How is David Luiz young? No, no, I'm not talking about. I talk about young players bringing. They're always talking about this youngster, this youngster coming through, this younger player. It just has a younger feel about it. When, whether it's true or not, it just feels that way. Exactly. It's just. It's just a uh, storyline at the moment being peddled by. Uh, uh, there's, there's, there's some truth to it. If you think you got of all, of all the players you got rid of. Now you got to remember, this was years ago. You wasn't going to get rid of, um, oh my god, I can't remember his name now. Who's the guy that went on loan? Who was playing on the wing from? We bought him from Man United. We swapped with Sanchez. Oh, Mkhitaryan's gone. That wouldn't have been a transfer. El Nene went. Like that's what I mean when I say it. Just and they have they weren't replaced with. They were replaced with the youngsters. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I just? Unless I missed something and went on a, a round trip to Margate, you replaced El Nenny with nobody. You have got in a guy called Ceballos who's on loan you don't even own. And you bought in David Luis who's 30 and can't get a 31 and can't get a contract at Chelsea. No, but and you got this Tierney guy who, who nobody. Yeah, so we're saying now, but we've brought in um, Emil Smith-Rowe into the first team. We've brought in... Um, or what I'm saying, we're bringing the youngsters through. That's that's all it meant. Is we're, This season, more than any, you've had more of the youngsters coming through the academy into the first team. That's what I meant. I, I don't, you're, you're, just, you're just an upgrade on what Chelsea did, basically. You're just an upgrade on... Because it's a necessity, because you don't have the money to spend on those... 
players. No, but what again? <laughs> my thing is, as much as we say it's a, it's against necessity for Chelsea. Realistically, they've had the best youth team in British football for the past five years. It's about oh, time they brought those players through. Do you know what I mean? I agree with you completely. I was I was told this the other day. Oh, Chelsea are bringing it. So what? You've been winning the FA Youth Cup and the leagues for the last five years, and they still ain't. Wait, so let, let, let's let, let, let's be honest. Forget what you're trying to put across that it's it's out of necessity. They're not brought, you're not rating any of these youngsters. There's still younger. There's still there's still younger players around their squad. They have a younger feel. There's a younger feel. But you can see a team why a team why don't you just I tell you why I don't believe. Hold on, you asked me to. Oh, you know it's good. Is that Lindgaard? Nah, I don't know. Can you can you explain your 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 thing so we we can Sorry. end this pod on a nice one? Okay. My my point is this: you're quoting uh oh god, I forgot his name, Maitland Niles, Niles Maitland, right? Nah, Niles, Yeah, yeah, him. You're quoting him, and I remember being uh pummeled on this podcast. I'm quoting him. Because... None of us said that. What are you talking about? No. Oh, who was the one that you said? I you said, said youngsters coming through. Emil Smith Rowe. I yeah. spoke about um, Saka, that was the one that played the other day on the left hand side. Reese Nelson has come through. And then who's the one that they've been playing in midfield? Will, Will, Willock. 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 Who weren't playing last season. Those are four players that are in the first team now that weren't there last season. Maitland Niles was there last season. Okay, sorry. I I thought I heard Maitland now. Sorry, that's where no, I was no, no, going. No. You're just got him on your brain, that's all. We we know how much you rate him. Yeah, he's the best central midfielder at um, Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to find out soon if, if Xhaka gets pushed out the door by the fans. He won't get, right, right, get pushed out the door. They, they, they love him down there. No. They they, I thought, uh, to be honest, I, I, for the first time in a long time, I felt it was a little bit disrespectful when they booed him when he came off. I thought it was a bit much. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I don't like him as much as the next guy, but I don't. Think, I still don't think you should boot any of your own players. Uh, he's definitely not the problem at Arsenal. But anyway, that's another story. Uh, well, let's save that for next week. All right, lads. we got to get out of here. We're well, we're well overdue our time slot. So, we'll, again, thanks for having another great episode, guys. And uh, we'll catch up again yeah, next mate, week. No worries. Good luck this weekend, mate. That's it for another week of the Uncensored Football Fan. So glad you listened through to all of our commentary this week. And don't forget, if you've got an opinion, let us know. As you've seen in this episode, your voice can be heard and will be heard.